Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everyone. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. A song from the 70s by Chaddle. <laughs> I can't say I know a single song from Chaddle. I do because one day I thought to myself, I don't know a single song by Chaddle. But does she have original music? Like- yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, She has like albums and she... No, no, but albums of like original music and, and she's not just a cover. What a better way to start a than show Chaddle. than with Chaddle. Than Chaddle. Episode 215. <laughs> Welcome to Beto. Let me tell you everyone how... How we made it through another week. We did make it through another week, and this is a great weekend because it's my birthday weekend. I'm just gonna put yes. that out there. Yes, put that out to the universe. Out to the universe, and you know, I'm just gonna cut 27 to the chase. Twenty-seven is a great number. Tw- <laughs> you know, I don't mind being my age. I, I don't care. You know it's what? Okay, you can keep it. Any 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 year above ground is a good year. Um, oh, well, of course. Yes. You know, there's that, and so and come see us for my birthday on Saturday, August sixth, at Beat Culture for Pastelito Fest with Beat And Bumboyo. it will be his birthday. It will be my birthday. So you know what the funniest thing is? That's a perfect birthday present. <laughs> Today, actually, Tristan was telling me something about that. I go, oh, on Saturday is Ishmael's birthday, and he's like, I thought his birthday was on the fourth, and I'm like, Tristan, there's two thirty three years of friendship, and like, I. And I'm really good about dates, but you, but you no. know what though? You about never your get birthday, you never get my birthday. You know about your birthday. You never a lot it. of people feel that way. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? They're all wrong. You know what the thing is? What I don't look like a six. <laughs> you don't look like an August. What do I look like? You look like a you look like somebody who's would have been and would have been born in an er, like a September, September or November, October, November, December. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no. I am I am not a winter. It's not about winter. <laughs> no, you're not in August. August is like. I don't know. August is like brown boxes and I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. I am such a Leo. It's brown not boxes funny. and um, I don't know. And, and a few of your favorite things like uh, some no, of the music. No, and I don't know. Those little styrofoam things that used to fill up the boxes. Uh, that's August to me. Okay, August is like 
tropical storms and hurricanes. So it is anything but, you know. No, because August is like the end mellow. of the August is the end of the summer for most people, not Miami. It's right. end of the summer. You go back to school. Ugh. Um, it's not fall. But that's why August is the last hurrah. Like, it's when you take advantage of summer. It's like the last chance to go you're out and just... A, you're not in August, but here I we are. I am in August. Here we are. You don't know anything. Here we are. So, enough about you and your birthday. <laughs> in truly Leo form, I just want to talk about myself for an hour. <laughs> so, how is everyone? Does everybody have a good week? I think everybody's having a decent week. Yes, yes, yes. You know. Um, well, again, it's summertime, so that's it was it nice. Oh, I'm not going to be here next week. That's right. Who's going to be my co- your co-host? I'm still locking that in. Oh, okay. I'm so, so I'm going to be on vacation, yes. everybody, next week. Yes. So this, this year, I'm taking a double vacation. It's well-deserved. I earned it. I haven't taken a vacation. I was that one person that used to vacation big time every year. Yeah, you haven't taken a vacation for like three years, right? Yeah, I haven't taken a vacation in about, I don't know, half a century, but, it feels. Uh, no, I haven't taken a real vacation in years, even before COVID. Really? Yes, and and I was that person. What, oh, you, what I always you, tell you, I used to always take every year like an a big vacation, and... an international, a domestic, and a cruise. That's right. And okay, then, and then little weekends here and there. Okay, I out. I already have a cruise in this year. That's right. I'm doing an international. Doing international. That's but right. to me, international, you got to cross the pond. Okay, listen, just take it. Oh well, yeah. Okay, listen, listen. Don't, you're 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 getting back into the scene, so yes, you have to take baby yes, steps. Yes, 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 yes. And Selena's not even there. No, she's Whoa. not. <laughs> so yeah. So actually, you know, it's... the other day I was wondering what happened to the scene from Selena Gomez. Yeah, like does she keep in touch with them? <laughs> okay, so I have to tell you something really funny that happened today. <laughs> this is the type of shit that would happen to me. So, um. Not that any why I don't know why anybody would know this, but I I have legitimately um, I'm not saying this messing around. Um, I have um, a on, I'm a trypophobia. Oh yes, trypophobia, yes. which is I was gonna say explain it because people don't know it. Well, actually, you know what? I'm gonna give the actual like the the scientific yes, definition. The scientific okay. because I actually want to talk about this. Trypophobia. Okay, yeah. so trypophobia is described as an aversion to sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. It is not officially recognized as a mental disorder, oh. <laughs> but it may be diagnosed <laughs> as a specific phobia if excessive fear or distress occurs. Did you notice how while I'm reading this, yo me estoy arrancando la cara yeah. y me está picando? Because I am There's thinking about it. There is a picture! So... Visually, kids, it's like a honeycomb. Yeah, oh, uh, uh, to, to give you a mental okay, because this is an audio medium, okay. so we have and to give a visual. I, or, or my biggest nemesis, a lotus flower, a oh. dried lotus flower. You know, can maybe got a panda. I'm talking about it. Maybe got a panda. Seriously, like, like yeah, calm down. I, I, it's not I, even in front of you. I have such an aversion to irregular circles. I really, really do. It is not made up. That should be a t-shirt. It's not made up. I have such up. an aversion no, to but, irregular circles. But really, trypophobia is a really... No, it, it is really a thing. Is a I know, thing. but still, that should it be the t-shirt. It really is a thing. And, you know, everybody has aversions to everything. Right. Cosa right? que te mal. But, like, mine is, like, next level. And I, I don't even think I have, like, an extreme, re- like, case of trypophobia. But I definitely do have it. And I've always had it. I've been saying this for years. For before, years. before you knew it had a name. Y- yes. Yeah. Yes. You want to freak the hell out of me? Open up a box of straws. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't even think about that. The box of straws? Like, I have to look the other way. <laughs> like, and especially in pizza places. Where they have know, the little circular tube thing. Yes, and, that they, yeah. they'll have, like, the forks and the yeah, knives. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, have yeah, a box yeah, of straws. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Pocket Dove. See, again, because I don't have it, didn't even dawn on me. Oh, my God, yes. And when I make pancakes. Oh, when they bubble, the little things oh, bubble in the I, pancake? I, I have to blur my... And I love making pancakes. I have to blur my vision and, like, look other way, other way because it will freak the shit out of me. Like... It, it, it's it's bad like, again it's bad. things that i wouldn't even yeah yeah associate. yeah yeah it's 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 bad um bubble baths don't is it because they're so clustered together it doesn't really Bu- like bubbles register? in like a bath it doesn't bother me because it gets foamy so it doesn't register the same way right but sometimes when like the bubbles are like kind of dying down and there's clusters of bubbles okay it's okay. sort of like so there's a safety in numbers it doesn't trigger me that much but like whatever so the but reason, it needs to be drained the reason i bring this up today okay. is because tristan was asking me about it okay and how did it come up because tristan wanted to get the honey with the honeycomb inside oh, of it because yeah. we were at Publix. Those are yummy. And I'm like, oh, that freaks me out. I said I said it under my breath. Right. Oh, that freaks me out. And then, of course, you can't say anything yeah. like that. Radar, yeah. Yeah, that he will ask you, but why, 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 right. why? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, because, you know, I don't like honeycombs. Why? Because I have trypophobia. What's trypophobia? Oh, right. I started talking to him about it at Publix, <laughs> right? And I mean, he's like, I don't understand. So I started showing him pictures. Right, right, right. And I got such a reaction of it that I had to find like a pole and against like. But why does it give you like it gives me like picasong? Me da picasong. Like me da picasong. Like why? That's such a weird thing. It. Like yeah. No, because I would think that if anything, te daría like mareo or something. Like I can't look at it or it makes. I had to cr- find like a, like a column, but it like, gives you a like rash. a square column, not a not like a, a like a freaking bear in the yes, woods. Yes, and like scratch my back. De la picasong que cogí, and I'm like, I should. Explain this to you in a more relaxed, comfortable. Yeah, this is this is not a time and place situation. You know what's trypophobia? Kendall Jenner. I weep for her. Yeah, she, she, she. I, well, I, I, the reason I bring her up because you know I'm not a Kardashian fan, right. um, but she's the one that knows me hard of but, all of them. But I remember when she said that mm-hmm. that she had it. It was like top news story. Like Kendall Jenner has trypophobia. Oh, because anything these people and I'm do like is... people. This is not cancer this is not like right it's uh, not like she has a tumor yes right, this is right. not like a life-altering disease right this is just something that bothers you and triggers you right. that's all and you everybody know? has a different reaction right like let me know they go song like i get song out of it that's so it fascinating freaks, it freaks me out like big time i remember not too long ago i was in an apartment building in um in uh hialeah and like the end wall where like the elevator was had that that was like really big in the seventies. Those like that circular cir- that they're like carved into. Yes, yes, yes. And uh-huh. I kept looking at. It. I'm like, look away. <laughs> but but you know sometimes so, look you, at- so wait a minute. You were like, I can't look at it, but I must look at right, it. Right, because it's one of those things that like I know it's there and it bothers me, and I'm gonna confront it. No, you're not gonna lotus seed flower. <laughs> you're not gonna get the best of me. <laughs> but they are. But then I have to turn away. But I'm like, no, I'm losing it. It's a thing. Like, it's a thing. That is great. It's a thing. I mean, it's not, but it's great. Yeah. No, no, no. It freaks me out. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm doing pancakes, I'm like, oh. That's the one I would have Especially when I use, like, a griddle that I'll do, like, six pancakes. And they start bubbling. I'm like, oh. (laughs) Flip, flip, You could have never been one of the witches in Macbeth. Flip, flip, flip. Okay, so. So, wait. Before we get to that, because now you're, you're oh my about, god, delete this picture because I've done because a you're, well, that's young you. I didn't put it in your in your, <laughs> I've in done your a phone. Screenshot to like make sure to talk. So about it. Be, because you're con song right now, I wanna I wanna okay, talk about something song. that I know will soothe you a little bit. So, um, are we talking about ASMR? No, last Friday, um, I went to a 25th wedding anniversary for one of Jose's friends, uh, Joanne mm-hmm. or Joanna, 
And so it was great. It was at a banquet hall. So it was wonderful. Um, it was it was very you know it's done very pretty or whatever. But I got so excited because the central mesa I had chicken cordon bleu. Of course, with rice the pilaf. Seat, there was no rice pilaf. It was oh. a mashed potato. Oh, it was a ma- I know it was a little disappointing. Good with the cordon bleu sauce. It was delicious. Yeah. And they had like the Caesar salad, the bread, everything. Sometimes being a basic bitch is good. It was fantastic. But the best part is, so we walk through the door. And, you know, she's there. Jose's friend is there, Joanna. And she's like, oh, thank you guys for coming. Oh, I put you at table seven, you know, with some people who I know you're going to get along with great and blah, 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 whatever. Oh, okay. So we go and we go to get drinks. And as we're coming back, Joanna is coming with one of the girls who's at our table. And she's like, you're ish, aren't you? And, oh, I was like, and I was like, well, yes, I am. And she's like, oh, my God. And then she turns to Joanna. The, the girl's name was Marlene. Um, and she's like, I listened to his podcast and him and his his co-host, DJ. Oh, my God, they're so great and they're funny. And we have to go to Bimbamboyo on next Saturday when they do. Like, she had just listened to the episode and she was, like, reciting shit back wow. to me. And it was, it was a little. And you didn't know these people. I didn't know them. And it turns out that they all work at Royal Palm. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a small world. Yeah, my old elementary school. So I just wanted to share that because I thought it was a cool experience. That is a cool experience. That it happened in the confines of un salon. Yeah, that is a cool it, It's almost like, you know, our people within our people. Right, <laughs> right. In the salon, hold on. Oh, yeah, he is really going at it with this Picasso. I'm not like, kidding. No, he is, no, that's why I'm saying it. Because it's like, it's one thing to say it, but like I'm watching you grab like I'm gonna random... I'm going to brush. I'm going to need calamine lotion. Oh, yeah, no, no, brush, mal. No, no, pero vas a tener un... No, that's the best thing. Unas... No, no, I know, pero vas a tener tremendo sapuilla. Like, yeah. you know. Anyway, banquet halls are the best. It was wonderful. Okay, why don't we have like a party? We should have like our three hundredth. I don't know at a banquet hall, but it has to be in Hialeah. Like, okay, well, this one was off of Coral Way. Oh well, that's good that, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it exclusive or illusion? Oh, I, I forget the name of it. I think Oasis. I think mm. something like that. It was across from FIU. Oh, okay. Where the Dunkin' Donuts the second, is? Uh, yes, yes. No, yes. it's not a second floor. It's where oh. the Dunkin' Donuts is. That uh, pushed yes. the back. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Were they playing Europa by any chance? <laughs> they did not. Oh. They did not, but it was a nice. It was a nice party. It was very, you know, very well done, and it was very lovely, and we had a blast. But it was just kind of cool to be there and have somebody not only listen to the show, but then turn around and like tell everyone at the table why they needed to listen that's to awesome. the show. That's that's awesome. It's like one of those things that you forget, right? Yeah, like you forget. Um, yeah, no, we need to have a party at a banquet hall for the three hundredth. There's something just so it's, It gives us enough time if we say the 300. But I just think when you go to a party at a banquet hall, I've been to one in a while, but there's just something so comforting about it. Because you know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. And then, you know. It's like, it's, 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 the, it's like the location version of right. comfort food. Right. And also like, you know. When you, la well, yes. When, <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. I know you're not. You know, I'm not exaggerating. I'm watching you do My this. <laughs> I Can I get a disability of this? Like, <laughs> I people get disabled from a smaller thing. You know that is true. That's true. People claim disability for a lot less than that. I am <laughs> sure. Then your trypophobia. I mean, <laughs> yes. Don't ever give me a box of straws. I can't imagine why I would. No, it always <laughs> happened. Oh, you know where it used to freak me out it, when I lived in uh, Marina Blue. Remember the Pucci's yeah. Pizza was downstairs. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like right to, next to the register. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go to Pucci's all the time, and then. You know, they would have, again, the thing with the forks and the knives and the napkins. And, and the then box. you would have, like, three boxes of straws. <laughs> like, freshly opened boxes of straws. I'd be like, oh, like... Well, if it makes you feel any better, thanks to COVID, those probably aren't there. Well, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're probably gone. You know, 
but I'm not that type of person that goes around being like, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. That's true. You're not but a triggered I'm person. I'm not a triggered person. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so triggered. <laughs> but the beauty of you is that even when you're triggered, you won't say it out loud. No, of course not. You just kind of internalize <laughs> it and not. deal with it. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to deal with this shit. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it, it's anecdotal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It gives us a topic to Absolutely. talk about in the podcast. But anyway, um, so I wanted to bring something up um, because. Hold on. I, I actually have to like pull, look it up. Like no, it requires pull up a screenshot of this because it's just one of those things. That, oh God! Like, this is it's a require a visual aid. Huh? It's gonna require a visual no, no, aid no. from, from my end. Like I have to look I at wanna, it. I want to make sure I got it right. Oh, okay. Because okay, okay. it's just so ridiculous. So you know, we've talked here many, many times, and mm-hmm. we will talk about it many more times <laughs> on how. On the road to our 300th episode of the Social media is just, especially Twitter, it's just disgusting. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's successful. It's just the most vile, vile people. And, and I mean, Across again, the board. Again, I don't know if this is like um, a kind of vision or, or a snapshot. That's the word I was looking for. Of America or of society. Or these are just people really that... Because sometimes I think... Well, we've, we've had the conversation before where we've said that, like, the people who are on Twitter, for example, to, to follow your thing, is like, it's half of a half of a... Like, it, it's, it's, you know, right, it's, but, it's, but, it's a but, low percentage wonder, of wonder, humanity. But one of the things is that, are these, are these, these type of people, have they always existed, but now they just have a platform? I believe. And a vehicle? Yeah, I think that's... Right. I, I think that I too, think it's that, to a yeah. certain extent. Although I do believe there's people who troll for the sake of trolling. Well, yes, most of them follow us. Right. <laughs> um, but I do think that it's people that have always been that person or those people. Right. It's just that we didn't know before. They were all around us, but we didn't know before because they didn't have a medium. Right. The platform. But now they do, it, right? and especially now they are keyboard warriors. Right. Did you see the whole foolishness with Cracker Barrel earlier this year? Earlier this week? No. Okay, also going Cracker Barrel. Okay. So Cracker Barrel. <laughs> On their Facebook page, okay, posted something that said, "Are they taking away the fried apples?" No, Cracker Barrel on Facebook, okay, comes out and states that now they are having um, their sausages. Mm-hmm. They have the option of having impossible sausages, so meat, a plant-based sausages, okay, which is just a smart business move, right? Because right. now you can, well, you you can make more money. Right, right, right. Because right. now you've 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 amplified your 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 potential consumer right. base. So right. they're having it there. They're not taking anything away from the menu. It's just an they're option. Just an option. Okay. Right. I'm guessing nobody said no. Thank you. It became <laughs> it became a whole issue that it was like on the news. Because Why didn't I hear about this? Crack, so Cracker Barrel's Facebook post about its plant-based sausage ignites a comment culture war. Chimney Christmas. So all these people started commenting on how they're they're not going to eat at Cracker Barrel anymore because Cracker, Cracker Barrel has gone uh, woke, woke and now they're going to go broke. <laughs> Because they're, you know, they're bowing down to liberals and they're bowing down to Biden. And but oh, this was tens of thousands of people because they are offering a meat, a meatless option. Yes, this is why we can't have nice things, kids. I'm like, I can't. This is why we can't I have nice can't things. I can't believe this. Like, I can't believe that Cracker Barrel <laughs> offering a meatless option. Right. The most innocuous thing in the right. world. Right. Has turned into, into a political argument. No, you have to read the comments. 
you I'd just lost, I'd rather not. But you just lost your com your customer base. Congratulations on being woke. Now you're gonna go broke. Cracker Barrel. Okay, so here's the thing. If you believe that, then you believe that literally every single person who has ever gone into a Cracker Barrel is only a meat eater. Which, even if you're a vegetarian, you may only have like eggs and potatoes or fish. So now you can have, you know, a sausage option, right? So these are people who probably still went there. And and again, there may be some additional people coming in. But okay, why, 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 why? But it's not even that. Why? It's, why do people? Why do people insist on number one? Nobody gives a flying fuck about your opinion. Let's right. start with that. But number two, if you don't want the goddamn meatless option of the fucking sausage, don't have the meatless fucking right, sausage. Right, right. But it's not about the meatless sausage. No, right? I agree. I agree. But 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 that's what I'm saying. You're not a. You're not. Just don't because have it. I could why do you have to turn it into a thing? Like Cracker Barrel is like. Guess what? We're not going to offer sausage, pork sausages anymore. It's all. Or it's all vegan. It's not going to be vegan. Okay. Well, yes, yeah. because. I Cracker don't like Barrel's vegan. Right, not right, right. a vegan restaurant. Right, 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 right. Right, or a plant-based restaurant. Okay. I will get a certain amount of outrage. Although, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, whatever. Who fucking cares? Go buy Jimmy Dean at the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, are you serious? Like, are you serious? Like, do people really... No, actually, no. I was gonna, that's a rhetorical question. Do people really realize how unintelligent and how ignorant they sound if they told no. jackasses no, they when don't. they make statements like that? Like, why are you making a, a culture war or, or like, making... Political, the fact that a restaurant a sausage. is giving a meatless option, right? That, which, that's the most which, unpolitical which, thing. Because you know what? I'm not vegan and I'm not a vegetarian, and there are times that I pick meatless options. Yeah, same. Because I just want to. Like, same. For whatever reason. Actually, Mira, Jose is not vegan or vegetarian, but because of his diverticulitis, there are times where he goes for the he meatless does. option. You know what? Sometimes I go to Subway and I have the, the veggie patty... Um, Sub that it's like a veggie yeah, yeah, patty yeah, yeah, yeah. because sometimes that is what I want. Right, right. And why should I not have the option? Sometimes I go to Burger King and I have the, the impossible, impossible Whopper. Yeah, you know because that is what I want. So like, why are you making this something that it's not? Like, it really, it's it's not. I mean, I I also guess that that Cracker is the Barrel, definition of a non traversal but, but I also think that Cracker Barrel because. It's Cracker Barrel, and a lot of times it's in these red areas it, and all historically, that. Historically, it's very southern. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's so good. I love Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I like Cracker Barrel. And listen, I love me that Cracker Barrel country store. Oh, yeah. I mean, that Cracker Barrel country store is the equivalent of going to Target. I don't need anything in there. No. And yet, I always wind up buying something. Yes. And it's like... Every time I go... You know what? I, yes. I do need this felt penguin Christmas I go, ornament. I always end up going to the Yankee Candle you know, uh -huh. thing, and I start smelling every candle that I've already smelled 10 times. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's crisp linen in a bottle. Right? <laughs> How they do it? How do they do it? Aquí hay una toalla with Downy. You know, dried in the sunshine in a beautiful... You know, and put in a jar. Yeah, yes. But I don't know. There, yes, there's something magical about that. Minimum, store. I'm walking out of there with some type of candy. Yes, yes, the little the long candies. Yes, like the rock candies. Yes, yes. yes. No, and the t the few times that I've gone there with Tris, and I'm like, we are bypassing the country store. Can we walk in through the exit? Yes, like, because this is not, <laughs> not going to end, end well. well. Um, but it's so ridiculous. Like it just, I I, I don't me, know where this okay, is going to end. Let me ask you something. Do you think? This kind of ties to what we were saying earlier, which you know, people, these people have always existed and now they have a platform. 
do you think this is where we are as a country or, or as a, not even a country because I think globally, or do you think that, again, it is a microcosm of a microcosm that for some reason, oh, not for some reason, I'm, I'm going to retract that, that gets attention because people, we live in a click-based society now. Oh, absolutely. And so they know if they put this out there, people are going to click and then your stupid opinion is going to turn into somebody else having a stupid opinion and somebody else having a stupid opinion and it's engagement. And now, you know what I mean? So I, 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 I don't even think that it's, be, I don't even think that we've become that political well, political. I think we've become a society of people who enjoy being outraged. Well, but, but I forgot what report it was that showed that uh, Instagram, Facebook, and all mm-hmm. that, their algorithm is set up in a way that the negative comments oh, yeah. are, are, are the put goal, up, the up goals the to list. piss you off. Right, are put up the list. Yeah. So when you come across a post, usually the comment that is on top that you could read, even right, you right, click right. on yeah, it, yeah. is one that... And something's triggering, quote, Right, quote, that's yeah. triggering or, right. or controversial right. or whatever. So yes, it's designed right. for this. So... You know, I think it's 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 a it's a perfect alignment, a perfect storm, right? Because of, people of know what to say now to get attention. Oh, absolutely! And so, you may be apolitical, and yet you know that if you say X, Y, and Z, you know right. what I mean. It's now I've got the attention-seeking right. behavior right. validated. Right. And I actually have another comment about online behavior in a minute, but uh, later in the show. But yeah, it, it's just it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible, and it's just so. It's so disappointing and it's so it's infuriating, but it's not even infuriating and oh, I'm mad. It's just disappointing that that this is where this is what people it, it's where we are and this is where people are putting their efforts in when there's so many like real problems right. in the world in our country. Like real problems that if people put no matter what your political ideology is, if people put more effort on on actually going out and doing things and helping other people versus meatless sausage, yes, and 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 I see that on on both sides. Look, I, I've said it many times. I um, you know, I'm on Twitter for because I, I you mm-hmm. know work also in politics and um or in, you know politics related avenues and. That's why I'm on Twitter. Otherwise, I well, I wasn't on Twitter until a couple so you of started, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I see all these people locally, and these are people that have similar ideologies than I do. Right? Because if I send a D on Twitter, oh, you know, Fajando. we're gonna beat Ron. You know, these are people that again are ideology wise aligned. Right, right, right. Oh, we're gonna beat Ron. You know, if if you believe we're gonna beat Ron DeSantis in in the fall, retweet. Joe Biden is the greatest president ever. You know, retweet. Agree yeah. with me. You know, press hard to if you agree with me. Like, I mean, right. And I'm like, Uteno de, Uteno de Like, don't you have a fucking job? Right. You know. And it's not to make myself sound like a saint, but I'm actually out there. I put my money. You know, I put my right. money where my mouth is. My money where my mouth is. I'm actually out there talking to people and trying to make change and all that stuff when mm-hmm. I can and all that. You know, I, I don't sit on Twitter every day and be like, uh, uh, it's like, so so it's on all sides. It's on all right. sides that it's like. Don't you have something better to do? Like, why don't you go out and actually speak to people? If you feel so... Go volunteer. So, right. Go volunteer. Go uh, organize. Right. There's a million things for you to do. If you feel so impassioned impo- right. about a, a cause, whatever it could be, mm-hmm. why don't you go out and do it? 
rather than sit home on Twitter, right? And and I it's and easier. Again, I see that from my side, and I, and I've already told you like political Twitter is like the worst thing ever because oh, it's like accessible. because like there's two echo chambers. Yeah, and they're not interested in talking There's to There's the right and the left. And then the left says something or whatever on the right. You say something and then everybody that is on in your echo chamber, oh, yeah, 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 you're awesome. Right. Oh, my God, yes, yes. Right. And they use big, fancy terms and words. Yeah. And then, you know, the ones that right, are not your opposing, echo chamber right. are like, oh, you're full of shit, blah, blah, blah. And then they start fighting among themselves. But in the meantime... Nothing gets done. Nothing gets done. Nothing gets, and it's the same group of people fighting each fighting other. amongst themselves. Right. Right. So then the rest of everybody else is kind of like crickets. crickets. Because we don't care. Right. Crickets. Because, but, but, bro, I have, you know, 40,000 followers on Twitter. Right. <laughs> retweet it. Retweet it. I mean, listen, I have seen people, uh-huh. like local community people, right. that have said, I want to get followers on, followers on Twitter. Okay. Please retweet my tweet and follow me. Así. A lo descarado. A lo descarado. And I'm like, all right. At least they're being honest. Well, that's true. (laughs) So. There's something to be said for honesty. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We know things can feel overwhelming from jobs to family to relationships, even finances. And despite the stigma from Hispanic families about airing our dirty laundry, we can all use someone to talk to during those moments of stress. Well, we're here to remind you that there's no shame in admitting that you need to speak with someone to work towards improving mental well-being. That's where BetterHelp comes in to, well, help. A customized online therapy provider, they offer therapy options on your time, whether it's via phone, video, text, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours based on what you're experiencing to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. Everyone deserves to be happy, and BetterHelp has helped millions take their first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. Uh, speaking of something a little a little different, but also, you know, we haven't, I think we haven't mentioned The View in a while. You saw that they, they made their announcement this week. I did. Which I found their announcement a little anticlimactic in that they mentioned like Ana Navarro is now one of the permanent hosts. And I'm like, well, she's been on that show for like the last two years. Well, <laughs> like she wasn't the permanent host, but for all intents and purposes, Ana was, I mean, she was a, a if she wasn't permanent, she was semi-permanent because right. ella estaba ahí four out of the five days. Right, but they're also going to have um, no, yeah, Farrah it, Griffin. So they're going to they're going to alternate the two now. They're probably going to alternate the two, and it's funny because when I because first, Anna says she was, I mean, from the beginning, she's always said she's not moving to New York. Right, so they'll probably alternate between the two. Right, you know, or um, you know, Anna will be there three times a week, and then Alyssa will be there a few other times a week. Um, you know, I... Which I, we love Anna, but let's face it. Anna is not the conservative voice that they're looking for on that show. Um, They're not. not they're, they're not. Not the way that they were looking for the, the replacement. The, the, the problem is that they're not going to repeat a Megan McCain. Megan McCain was lightning, you know, what is it? Yeah, lightning, lightning in a bottle. bottle. Yeah. Um, 
Um, this other girl, Eta Alyssa Farrah Griffin. She has so many names. I like her. I like her. Um, do you know who she is? She used to be part of the Trump administration, right? She was. Mm-hmm. And she was there actually till the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the few. <laughs> her story is, and I, and I believe that to a certain extent, that she knew, she knew some point in the middle of his administration that he was fucking crazy. Okay. Right? This is, her, this is her story. Right. And that she and a couple of people stayed on because this is her story again, as you mm. said, because they needed to be the adults in the room. Right. And, you know, people get shit, give her shit for it. People are like, well, but, you know, you worked for him and right. you were an accomplice. And I'm like, she's like, yes. But if me and other people were not there. Right. To kind of guide him. Keep things a little Then intact. things could have gone even worse than what they did, you know. Right, 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 right. January 6th and all that. So the, I, I see her point. Um, she is a conservative. And I certainly think the view needs to have a conservative like Megan McCain. Mm-hmm. My only issue with her is that in terms of. And I like her. I like her. And I, and I like when she. Because she's been on a couple of times at this point, yeah, obviously. She, I mean, all this whole season she has co-hosted. Yeah, yeah. I just think that she's not like, again, Megan McCain made great television. That's the thing with Megan McCain. Right. She made great, lover or hater, she made right. great television. And um, that's what I think, that's why they, they've struggled to to put there. And the thing that is, it's hard to find because you want to have, I, 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 if I was a producer in that show, I want to have a conservative on that show. I want to have a Republican, but like a real conservative, a real right. Republican, like conservative values conservative mm-hmm. you know um, viewpoints mm-hmm. viewpoints uh fiscal you know fiscally as well right, right. um but the problem is that you know you can't also be an election denier and all this right, type right, of stuff right, right. which a lot of people publicly are even if privately they're not um so it, it's hard it, it's hard to find and then obviously has to be charismatic and yeah has, yeah, has to, to have be, presence on tv you, you know and, all those and, and chemistry yeah so it's it's hard it's it's, yeah. it's hard it's hard. I mean, we'll see. But, I mean, the Megan McCain era of The View is, I mean, you. I used to put it on yeah, yeah, yeah. here. It, that, that was like every day it'd be like, give me the popcorn because yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, siempre, yeah. yeah it, was, it was great television. It was great television. But, you know, I like Ana Navarro, but we'll, 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 we'll circle back, back to this. Okay. Yeah, circle back to this at the end. So what else do you have? So let's see what else I got. What else I got? It's actually been, I mean, there's been a couple things that have happened this week. Oh, total fluff news. But did you see that Days of Our Lives is moving off of NBC and onto Peacock? No. Yep. After 57 years on NBC, NBC will now officially have no soap operas on, on daytime TV. And in its place, they're giving us another hour of news. Because we don't have enough news on NBC. But is it going to be the fifth hour of today? It's going to be called NBC Daily News Hour or something like that. Oh, okay. Which is complete bullshit. I did the math the other day. Of the 24 hours of programming on NBC, if you add local news, it's a good 12 hours. Like half the day is is news. But let me ask you something. I know a lot of times I make these decisions for for money-wise. It's it's financial, yeah. Okay, but but if it's moving on to Peacock, it's still going to be produced. Yeah, the thing is, remember that Peacock also has, you know, they have a, an ad-supported um, 
an ad supported uh, uh, layer level as well, I believe. Um, so they're moving it over there, but I, I I will say Days has got one year left, I think, in its two year contract, and I would not be surprised if it was not renewed afterwards. Wow. I wouldn't surprise me. Now, granted, they moved it to Peacock because they had um, they had three Peacock exclusive uh, like Days limited series and things. And apparently they did well enough that they figured, okay, people will come and watch it. And a part of it also has to do with the fact that people are watching soaps or, you know, time shifted. So, you know. What do you mean time shifted? Well, like DVR? Right. Like, it's at, if it's at one o'clock, you're at work. So right. you're watching it either on DVR or you're watching it on Peacock because maybe through, because through Comcast, if you, if you pay for Comcast, <clears throat> you also get uh, Peacock as part of your, your subscription, like the premium level. So... <laughs> You know, people are watching it time shifted and I, you know, I understand it from a business perspective, but what I hated was the way that they sold it in the press release because they were like, oh, you know, this will allow us to provide an hour of, you know, dynamic, live, you know, exciting programming. And I'm like, it's another hour of fucking news. <laughs> it's the fifth hour. Of it's today. the fifth hour of fucking today. Like, it, like, the, but have you seen the average um, local station? Like your anything outside of primetime? Mm-hmm. Anything before 7 p.m. outside of primetime on yeah. any of the local stations, be it CBS, NBC, or ABC, uh-huh. the majority of it is news, whether it be local or national. Right. It, it's That's all that they run. Right. It's ridiculous. Well, maybe they should just it's start. It's cheap. Well, you just said it. Maybe they should just start airing ridiculousness. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, like, all these shows... <laughs> All these shows start just airing ridiculousness. Like that's just just that at one point in time you you'll be just going regardless of the channel, channel surfing and it's ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. <laughs> Actually, hold on because there's something I wanted to. Now that we're talking about ridiculousness, oh, that's great. Hold on, hold on, because I actually, if I'm going to say this on the air, I want to make sure I have my numbers right. Oh, the okay. other day I was looking at the total number of episodes of ridiculousness. Oh, really? Were you that bored? Okay, I was. Ridiculousness has 936 episodes. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Yeah. But that's it again, it's it's a cheap show to produce. So Listeners, it's all public content. Have you listened to watched ridiculousness? <laughs> I think at some point everyone has, even if just by accident. No, of course it has <laughs> because it's all, because, because it's always on. It's always on. It's always on. That's, just, it, that's what MTV is. It's ridiculous. Right? They should just change it to RTV. Like RTV. <laughs> I mean, that was like the greatest thing ever. Oye, oíste that? Um, Está bueno. You have to be kind of under a rock to not know that Beyonce released her. Did she really that that had album, an album this past week? Renaissance, and um, <laughs> you know she got a little bit of uh, you know, uh, a little bit of heat from. Did you hear her heat with Diane Warren? No, but I heard about with Khalees. Right. Khalees is going scorched earth. Yes, <laughs> because uh, you know Beyonce used a sample of one of her songs well she sampled one of her right. songs and didn't ask for permission right. and now actually Beyonce's removing the sample oh really yeah but did you hear the the comments With Diane Warren Diane Warren oh, no. tweeted regarding Break My Soul she's like really you needed 24 songwriters for that song <laughs> <laughs> the beehive went on overdrive but she's not wrong that's every Beyonce song the beehive and I'm like Diane Warren you do not know about these terrorists you know what you need to be careful but it's she's but but where's Diane the lie Warren, you're gonna have to go on the witness protection program but, but, well actually you know what though, but where's the lie you know what I read Beyonce though? songs always have like 17 right, they have you know, almost as many people as hoedown but you know, <laughs> you know you know what I read that and I go okay even if you have songwriters, mm-hmm. because songwriters is you, you know, I, I, I that's a big thing for me. Yes. If a singer is a songwriter, right, right, right. like I like to, I don't know, I just it's an extra layer for you. It, for mm-hmm. me, like it's very important for the singer to be a songwriter, um, and that's so. So songwriting credits is something I just oh, the siempre since I was like yeah, you've a teenager, I always look to see who wrote this song. Right. Like I want to know, and like I, you know, like if it's like a, a very famous songwriter, like a Diane Warren, right, like a right. Dave Foster, stuff like that, like. You know, I want to know. Like, I want to know, like, all the songs they wrote and, and all that. Mm. Um, but even if you have a team of songwriters, 24 That's is a lot. a lot of people. Is a lot. Like, everybody and, and wrote what two I words. read was, because, you know, a lot of stuff came out of this. What I read was that because Break My Soul specifically mm-hmm. has a really big um, sample of... Uh, Robin S. Robin S. That it includes those songwriters, too. Which I was like, okay, even if it's two okay. songs, let's that's say it's still a lot of 12, people. That's a lot of people. That's still a lot of people for two songs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like that, the lyrics of that song are not that, they're sort of. It's not an E.E. E. Cumming song, a yeah. uh, poem. Yeah. I, I look, I, I love Beyonce. I've said this before. I love Beyonce. I've been an early fan of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Beyonce, Destiny's Child came out with No, No, No. Part, Part one. one. Yep. I looked at her and I'm like, I freaking love this woman. I love Beyonce. I always have. I'm not. I just. I don't. I don't get super fandoms into that sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel that anytime Beyonce comes out with a new project, like you cannot say anything about it. Beyonce because- could release an album of farts, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, it's a masterpiece." How yes. she manipulates yes. gas. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. See, the other day I was reading, I was for shits and giggles. I was on Twitter uh, reading this bullshit. And like somebody asked like, 
you know, this is like Beyonce, like right, um, um, Beehive, Beehive Twitter, yeah. if you want to call it that. Somebody was like, "Oh, you know, what's your favorite song on your top three favorite songs on uh-huh. uh, Renaissance?" And people are like, "Oh, you know, these are my three favorite songs. You know, I would put in my top bottom these. Well, why is that song in your top bottom? You know, like why is that? Oh, so now that, they started fighting amongst right, themselves. That song is a masterpiece. Well, it's not my favorite song. Well, like, pero que tú quieres? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, what do you want? Like, it's, it's not enough that they're super fans. So now you have to be exactly like it's me. So ridiculous. So all those people went after Diane Warren, right? Diane and Warren, then when, when I was reading, when I was reading. All that type of stuff. I was, you know, people started sticking in Mariah Carey in there. Right. You know, which. Of course. Right. And they were like, oh, you want to talk about a real songwriter? Talk about Mariah Carey, who's written 18 of her 19 number ones. And then people were like, oh, that bitch hasn't had a hit since All I Want for Christmas is You. And it's like, actually, she's had like 10, ten since then. Like, not since not to be that guy, but um, you're <laughs> not correct but at just, all. I don't get super fandoms. Uh, to, to that extent. To blind yourself to the point of that they can do no wrong. Like right. oh yeah because, because I love I love my you know my my fans and blah blah and this and that you know my my singers but I'm the first one to call them out on their bullshit right but also you know like I love Mariah Carey I am a super fan of her but they the can't all that, be masterpieces but, but like if you don't like her it's totally okay <laughs> like, but even even not even you, that like every album can't be the best right but, but what I'm saying is if you don't like her okay. okay. <laughs> Okay, great. <laughs> that's, that's, that's you, Boo Boo. Sure. I mean, whatever. Like, who Flutter cares? Boat, yeah. Like, who cares? You know, nobody's paying my bills. Right. Like, nobody's paying my bills. But the reason, speaking of Beyonce, the reason I brought Beyonce up is because with all this that happened with removing the sample and all yeah. that, did you hear who's the latest person to jump in and say something? I feel like I know this, but I don't. So when uh, they removed the sample and then the, the Kali sample, the Kali sample and all that, Monica Lewinsky. Oh yes, tweeted, yes, yes, yes. Well, yes. while you're at it, yeah, thought, you know, while editing. you're at it, you <laughs> yeah, know, do partition. And for those of you who don't know, Beyonce and her Beyonce album a few years back has uh, a song called Partition, which is a fucking badass song. It is that she says, "Yeah, he Monica Lewinsky'd all over my gown." Right. Right, um, and then the Beehive went after Monica Lewinsky. Are you serious? Oh yeah, and then what was really interesting was that um, a lot of these people were attacking her, calling her a whore. Again, we're we're, we're back in nineteen ninety something stuff, yeah. and then a lot of other people were saying, "Hey, Beehive, for you people being all about Beyonce, who's talking about empowering women and me too." Right? How quickly you tear that, one down? You know how quickly you're tearing down a woman. Who didn't say anything bad about her? Just said, "Hey, you know, you yeah, were revisiting. Yeah, me. you reference me in one of your songs. Um, you know how quickly she's this and this and this and this mm-hmm. and this. Right? You know, it's just interesting to see people talking about it. Like, oh, you know, she was twenty-one, totally capable of making her own decisions. And I'm like, I'm like, right. oh, yes, I mean, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Especially when you're dealing with the president of the United States. Of well, America. but not even that. Just think of the average twenty-year-old. We, right? We you make know, stupid decisions right, but all the time. The power dynamic. I would say it's a little off between a twenty-one. <laughs> Fair enough, and, you fair know, enough. the uh, the most powerful man in the world. Question, I mean, just a little off. Question: Has Beyonce herself said anything about Monica Lewinsky or no. any of this? No, no, no. no. Beyonce doesn't say anything <laughs> like, <laughs> because she's not interesting. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, I don't know. I don't get those super fandoms. So, listeners, if you want to laugh, cry, get mad, <laughs> go and read Beehive Twitter. You know, I actually only looked at it because I saw it actually on the news. 
about Diane Warren. About Diane Warren being being dragged. And I'm like, who the hell drags Diane Warren? Yeah, like, really. Like she just writes pretty I mean, little ballads. For those of you who don't know, Diane Warren is like a very big. She's a very famous songwriter. Yeah, you know, a lot of Predom- predominantly like, ballads. I think. Uh, yes, a lot of people don't like her because she's very kind of like textbooks ballad, like cheesy ballad. But, but hey, it she works. makes Celine Dion a lot of money. It works. So, so yeah. So that's our. That's, God, you know how I feel about that fandom. No, but but you know what? The beehive is, as I say, you can negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> but um, but but they're all like that. They're all like that because, you know, the quote-unquote lamely, you know. Somebody was saying, somebody the other day, and I, I really had to hold myself not from responding. Some stupid-ass kid, you know, who's lamely, you know, Mariah Carey right, fan, right. was saying, oh, anybody whose favorite songs of Mariah Carey are from the 90s, you know, Red Flag, you know, that whole Red Flag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're an eight, but they are whatever. Right, right and I'm right, like, right. really? Because she defined music in the 90s. She had a number one song every year in the 90s, so... And that was the peak of her commercial success, right, right. as well as creative, because that's her, when she won all her Grammys. Well, and, well, yeah. and also her peak creative moment was Butterfly, nineteen ninety seven, right? So it was both her critical and commercial success. Like it, it came all together. Yeah. So yeah. what do you want? I mean, listen. Okay, people have to talk shit. People listen. Talk people shit. talk about the you know little monsters, the Lamely, the oh, Bayhive. Those people. But listen. In a steel cage match, none of them are gonna win next to Mundo de Cristal. Oh, the Talia fans. Yes, obviate. Oh, those people are those people are savages. I feel, yeah, I feel like they won't play dirty. They won't play. They'll play dirty. Oh, of course they would. Yeah, of course they would. For those of you who don't yeah. know, they'll like, wait until you know. Like, those... the, the Mundo de Cristal is like the fandom of Talia. Yeah, and um, you know, for again, those of you who don't know, there's always been a rivalry between Talia and Paulina Rubio. That's right. So what I always love, I, I mean, this hasn't happened in a while, but like for some time there, whenever Paulina Rubio would do a red carpet, <laughs> these Mundo de Cristal kids would go and be there, you know, in the red carpet where he's almost like a counter protest, and they would be like chanting Talia, Talia, and they would have like posters of her yeah. and be singing her songs while, while they're interviewing pa- Paulina Rubio. Interviewing Paulina Rubio, and it was just yeah, it's good television. <laughs> That's when rivalries were fun. You know, speaking of good television, you know what I started watching this week? What I'm just on YouTube and like really bad quality, and you know our listeners only probably a, a few of you will will get this if you remember this. Um, Conte Tropical. Oh, they're on uh, they're on YouTube. No, chico, those are copies of VHSs that people have chico, uploaded. I know, but they're but but it's on YouTube. You can oh, okay. find it. The okay. quality is super bad. Yes, which I met Ruben Rabasa, who was right, that, in Conte Tropical. That is why I started looking for it because. My dad saw the post that you had. Oh, okay. That yeah, you put. yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, I told my dad, I'm like, he's sort Thank of Thank you, having... Vicky and Vanessa, for the invite. I, I wish I could have gone to that. Yeah. Um, my dad, I told my dad, I'm like, he's sort of having a career renaissance at this time. Yeah. And that is actually what sparked me to look okay. into Cote Tropical. And, it, you know, I have to tell you, I mean, I'm not saying anything that anybody who watched that show, again, all two of you that are right. listening, but to everybody who did watch Que Pasa USA... Esta, ¿cómo se llama ella? Marta. Eh, eh, Glenda, I forgot her name. Was her, her name was Glenda yeah. uh, something something. Yes. She had a hyphenated last the name. The one who played Marta uh-huh. on Que Pasa USA. She's in Conte Tropical. That woman, her comedic timing oh, is just... 
It's just so good. Like, yeah. there was a scene where, you know, because of God, it was a beauty parlor, so they had to have people in the She chair. was a manicurista. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. A manicurista. <laughs> uh, they, you know, they were doing some lady's hair, and and the lady was like a super background character, right? Mm-hmm. And she was saying something like, oh, you guys are taking too long. Una americana. I'm going to uh-huh. leave. And she's like, mija, tu pareces un empantapájaro. Tu no vas a salir ni a ir a la esquina. But just the way that she says it and her she, timing, The timing. It's, it's all about timing. It's just so like, man... She's so good. Like, she, I don't know if she still does, but she actually, I, I have a friend who works with her behind the scenes. Yeah. She works at Telemundo now as a comedy writer. Like well, on, on like all the shows that she write, helps write like the patter and all right, those things. Right. Yeah, yeah, She, like her timing. And there are so many people from Que Pasa USA on that show. Yeah. Bueno, eh, eh, Adela. Adela was on there. Eh, Sharon. Eh, Sharon, eh, ella. Um, and then also the guy who played the doctor who was kind of an enamorado of Adela. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Was Iggy's dad. <laughs> que pasa, USA. That was Iggy's dad? Yes, but he was older because remember this claro. was like 10, 15 years later. Oh, I never connected it. Yeah. You know what's so funny? Because I was thinking about that. Gote Tropical ran from 1990 to 1993. It did? Yes. I feel that I like, thought it ran for like a year. No, it ran for three. And I feel that like the gap between the end of Que Pasa USA and that show was only 10 years, but it feels nope. so it, much it, newer. It, it, you, like, if you had told me 20 or 30 years gap, because you I know what? Que Pasa you. USA feels very 70s. Right. Right? Whereas Conte Tropical feels very 90s. So, yeah. Even though it was 10 years, like it felt like completely different. No, I it just, I probably had a little higher production value too. Well, it was Univision, you yeah. know. But it was official Univision production. Yeah, they, I remember they used to play it at on night Univision at, at, at ten. Yeah, yeah, at ten. Yeah, at night. Yeah. So for those of you know five listeners who used to <laughs> watch and remember Contedropigan, you know it's it's. If you enjoyed Que Pasa USA, you, you would enjoy Contedropigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mean, it's it's similar. Yeah, it's it's the same kind of. I, I guess Que Pasa USA, you didn't realize it at the time, but it's total slap uh, stick humor. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Like, big time. I mean, it's... it's And I Love Lucy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's, it's there. Because I don't DNA. think about it as that, but it, it sort but it, of but is. But it, it, it owes a lot to it. Yeah. It sort of is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the Yeah. Yeah, no. Rubenology, his show, was fantastic. Like, it, it, it even made me cry at the that's end. That's why, like, you... That man, to have... He's 84. Yeah. But not even so much that... 84, age. and now he's... No, but the degree of popularity that he has right, at this right. age is because like... Because he's somebody that you could have very well said, and I don't mean this as a diss, that he had peaked already. Right. He had his moment. He had his moment years right, ago. Right, right. You know, he hadn't really had been at least something to this scale right, right. recently, and then out of nowhere, like... Yeah, he had a renaissance. Yeah. He had a renaissance along yes. with Beyonce. <laughs> you will break my soul. <laughs> but did he need 24 writers for he his one-man show? He did not. It was just him and Vanessa, so... <laughs> So yes, did he need twenty four writers? It so. was just him and Vanessa, and Vicky was a director. That's it. That's awesome. So yep. <laughs> anyway, DNSA. Um, you know, I could go for a soda. I could always go for a soda. You know, sometimes I'm a little parched. Okay, cool. Because today's episode, today's last soda, I kind of want to tie it in with somebody, something that we talked about earlier. Okay. So I'm gonna give my last soda today to. Enrique Santos. Okay. Who coincidentally, right before you we started recording, yeah. you told me, Oh, did you see Enrique Santos started following us today? And I was yeah. like, How funny? Because I'm gonna I was gonna give him the, the last universe soda. knew. And he's been uh, on the show before. The last soda. Yes, and he's been on the show. And of course, if you're 
I mean, Enrique Santos is all over the place, but, you know, yeah. especially if you're from Miami, Enrique Santos is, you know, up there. It's Enrique know, Santos, yeah. And, yeah, and the Miami, <laughs> I guess, legends, if you want to. Yes, wanna, yes. Wanna. I, the, the echelon. So, going back to the view, okay. um, Enrique Santos, in his uh, in his Instagram, he posted oh, yeah. that Ana Navarro was on the view. It was going to be on the view. He congratulated her. He congratulated her. And... I would say that most of the comments were positive. Most of them were positive. Okay. Um, but of course, You're always gonna have there's always the party poopers. And, you know, people saying that, the you know, you could tell that these were people that have never watched a single episode of The View. Okay. Some of them were typing in Spanish. And then I would go to their Instagram page and I'm like, okay. I'm almost sure, I don't mean this as a diss, that you don't speak English. And Much less watch The View. making a whole judgment call on a show that you've probably never seen an episode. Right. And there are people talking a lot of shit and whatever. And, you know, he does what you should do, which is ignore. But there was somebody... <laughs> somebody let me so Who Gaio. just made a very, very simple comment. Okay. But sometimes it's that simple comment... The one that really pisses you off. Pisses you off. So. All right. So what's the comment? In response to his post of congratulations on Navarro. On yeah. Because they're friends. The right? view and you know whatever. But even if they weren't friends. I mean it, the fact that Una Latina from Miami is right. on The View. Which has been running for 25 years. Which it's an time and time again. Is, it's, it is considered the most influential um, show in Morning politics show. Yeah. Um, in the country. That's a big deal. So somebody simply posted una comunista más in NBC and she put at NBC first of all wrong network he actually responded and this is all that she said una comunista más in NBC and I just thought and again there were other people who said worse things in right. like you know two paragraphs but just that one line and I totally got it <laughs> so I totally got it because I was like it really got me mad that one right sentence. right right so he, this is what he responded. He said, in reference to Ana Navarro, cuando niña que tuvo que abandonar a Nicaragua y su padre se enfrentó a los sandinistas, o cuando trabajó por Jeb Bush o por John McCain, o cuando sirvió como embajadora para la Comisión de Derechos Humanos de las Naciones Unidas, donde condenó fuertemente las violaciones de derechos humanos por parte de Cuba, o cuando criticaba fuertemente a todos los comunistas y dictadores. ¿A eso te refieres? Causan tanto daño asignándole estos títulos a la gente tan a la ligera injustamente, equi equivocadamente y sin prueba solo para descreditar porque quizás no estás de acuerdo con ella el show está en ABC no NBC by the way buen día y que viva la democracia abajo las dictaduras I was like boom, he came with all the receipts <laughs> yeah he really did he came with all the receipts really in did, a very yeah. elegant way but the reason I give him the last soda and I wanted to highlight that because that is the perfect, perfect example of how, and this is particularly how to, how to do it to our community yeah. here in South Florida, that we have gotten into the disgusting habit, and let's call it out for what it is, especially among Cubans. Yeah, that if I don't agree with you, do it on comunista. 
mic drop. If I don't agree with you, tú eres un comunista y un socialista. And it's like, okay, you don't agree with Ana Navarro. You know, maybe you want to freaking, you know, fucking, you know. Fight her on everything. Eat Donald Trump's ass. Right. I mean, whatever you want. Go for it, boo-boo. Go for it. But you're calling her a communist because you like something else and you disagree with her? Like, people don't realize that by doing that, you're taking the power away from that word. It means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. Oh, tú eres un comunista. No, tú eres un comunista. No, tú eres un comunista. But it's like, blah, blah, blah. I've told you, I have been called communist by people in my family. Like, me. Like, right. me. I have been called communist. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, I can read the Constitution inside and out, bro. Like, and, and I'm the communist? Like, you right. know, and you're living off of, like, every social program there is, but I'm the communist? Like, and people just use that word. Right. I mean, we've talked about this a million times. It's not something new that we've talked about. Well, but about. it's like when people use, you know, again, that's not exactly the same thing, but, like, in an email, you know, everything is, like, a urgent, urgent, urgent. Well, if everything you say is urgent, yeah. then guess what? Nothing you say is right. urgent. And I'm right. going to take my fucking time. Right. Because, yeah, you've, it means nothing. Right. You know, and I often wonder, I mean, this is, I guess, a bigger conversation. If a lot of times this attitude, by a large part of the Cuban community, and again, we're part of the Cuban community, so we can say it. Right. You can't say it if you're not, but we can. Is why sometimes so many people are so like, nah, turned off about the problems in Cuba. Yeah. Because it's like, you know. You can only cry wolf so many times. You're not helping your cause. Right. By making these huge accusations yeah. and allegations against people that you just don't agree with. You're crying wolf. You're crying wolf, but on top of that, you're not helping your cause. Right. And you have a very important cause and something that very deserves attention. That deserves attention. And right? respect and help right? and, and, and everything. And by just calling everybody a communist, it's like, bro, you're the communist. Because that's what communists do. They, like, shame right. uh, the opposition and dissent. And they stomp it to the ground. That's what communists do. And yet, you're the one screaming communist at everybody because you don't agree with them. Because they don't, they don't have the same opinion that you do. And I just thought that he so perfectly put it. You know, so perfectly put it. <laughs> yeah, and very know, eloquent. The truth is that that person probably... Yeah, not going to give a shit. not going to give a shit. And, you know, still going to call her a communist. Right, and, you know, right, right. Or and now, it, no, and now Enrique is a communist too. Right. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, Enrique yeah, is a yeah, communist yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, Enrique, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. a communist. Right. You're a communist too, right? Um... And it's just a shame. It's just a shame because it, it, it's it's so you're taking away power from a word that you know to be called a communist. I think is a very big insult. Absolutely, it's something especially that if you lived through that or, or you have come that, from that, that family, and that's yeah. in your family. That's something that's very personal to you, and and that's something that you know is a very a big part of you. That anti-communist, mm -hmm. you know, thing the same way that. You know, as a white person, you should be anti-racist. Right, you know, right, 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 right. You know, we are anti-also communists. Right. Right? Um, and just to be called a communist, like, very garden variety. Like, very, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, you're a <laughs> like, communist. Like, get me some eggs. You're a communist. Yeah, you're a communist. Right. And it's like, okay, whatever, dude. Whatever. And But I just, you know, hats off to Enrique Santos. I mean, Enrique Santos is very good at this. <laughs> yeah. That's why he is a, where there, he is. There's a reason he is. Yeah, exactly. Um, but my hats off to Enrique Santos for so eloquently responding to just a, a very small comment but like really coming with the receipts as they say right. and really in an eloquent way putting that person in their place and yeah. letting them know that you know words have a concept words matter right and and 
this implication matters and you are just totally using the word in the wrong way for the wrong reasons so yeah, I'm actually going to kind of piggyback off of your last soda, and it, my last soda is going to be weird because it's not. I feel this episode has been all about like social media and like yeah, internet, right, like like, like the, the power of the internet. Um, so it, I guess if I had to pick what I'm giving a soda to, I'm going to say it's, and I don't know if it's gasless or soda or you know whatever. It's actually to an experience that I had. Um, I think it was last Saturday, and it was last Saturday. So. At like 8.30 in the morning, I was woken up by what sounded like chanting, like like a, like from a microphone, a megaphone or whatever. And I was like, is there a parade going on? So whatever, I kind of, it was 8.30 in the morning. So I kind of went back to sleep. I woke up a little bit later. I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym. I get dressed. I go out. Okay. You know where I live? You know, uh, la, my block is right next to Ponce, uh -huh. Ponce de Leon. Right there, there was a protest going on. And no, okay, no, okay, Cuba, and the the embargo should be lifted, and this and that. Whatever. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. I go off to, I go to the gym, I come back. By the time I come back, the protest has grown in the middle of Coral Gables. Okay. So I go and I'm like, oh, what's you know what's going on, whatever. So apparently, what had happened was, and I still don't have an answer as to why it was this building. On one side was people who were basically protesting to. Lift the embargo for all intents and purposes, and that we should be building relationships with Cuba, and you know the embargo hasn't worked, and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. On the other side of the street were people protesting their protest. Mm -hmm. So to your point, you know, this and that and whatever. So on my way, because I walked all the way out there to see what was going on, on my way back, I see this one guy coming towards me. Well, he wasn't coming towards me, he was going to his car. And so I stop him and I say, you know, excuse me, you know, what, what what's going on? What is this protest about? And he proceeded, and I, my favorite part is that he explained the whole thing to me. And he was very heavily accented, but he explained the whole thing to me in English. Mm -hmm. So apparently at that moment, I, I was very white passing. Right. I think I was using my northern, you know, neutral English. Mm -hmm. um, and what I liked was he explained his position passionately, but without, without being insulting. I don't know if it's because he thought I was white, and so he decided, you know, let me neutralize the, you know, the, the, the way I'm speaking about this. But he basically started saying how, like, you know, no, the people over on the other side, you know, they're talking about that they want to build bridges and, you know, and, and lift the embargo. But, you know, on our side over here, we have people who were in jail for, you know, 30 years and they suffered. And, you know, and what they're trying to do over there is, you know, is they're like trying to indoctrinate and make, you know, the communism a, a thing. And, you know, it's very hurtful for us over here. And, you know, they are, they are, the Castros are communists and they are evil and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And I was just like, you know, I I hope that this gentleman can explain this the same way to anybody who asks. Because while Letiro un poquitico, you know, like they're evil and, you know, the people are... He, he took the route of explaining why they felt that way. Mm -hmm. As opposed to just the, to your point of earlier, they're communists, they're horrible, they should die. You know, he took the route of like, no, because we have over, we have people over there who are still suffering, and we don't believe in that, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, if everybody could just kind of speak like this gentleman passionately without being insulting, mm -hmm. I think that maybe the point could come across a little better. Well, yeah. When you have these types of discussions, you know? <laughs> and so that's why I say I'm kind of piggybacking off of what you're saying, because, you know, it, it, nowadays it just gets tossed around, right? Where it's just like, I, I disagree. Comunista, that's it. You're done. Right. And... 
again, maybe he turned around and when he went back to speak to people who, you know, at his camp right. or whatever, it totally devolved. Right. <laughs> but at least in that moment, speaking to me, and again, the fact that he stayed in English and he did not, and I didn't throw any Spanglish out either because I was like, I think he thinks I'm white. So I was like, let me just see where this goes. If I, Because I also recognize that if the moment that I kind of flip the switch and show him that I'm one of them, the rhetoric would have changed. Right. That is probably true. Right. The rhetoric would have changed on a dime. And that's why I decided to almost play along because I was like, I want to see what what is the story when they don't when they don't get to use shorthand. Right. Right. And and I think it was just much more effective. And so I'm, I'm essentially I guess I'm giving it to, to this gentleman just for for being passionate without being insulting in, in a moment of, you know, heat because. Not only was it fucking hot as hell that day, but they were in the but midst of a protest. That protest, you know that I still don't know because we looked. Me and Jose were both looking it up like online, you know, to see if anybody had covered it or what have you. And that building, I don't know what's in that building. That maybe was some type of office that does something. like I I didn't know anything because before recently there was a protest at the building across or right across the street from it, which is the American Airlines building. Right. But that was because American Airlines had added routes to Cuba and blah, blah. Right, right, right. So I'm like, okay, I that I get, right? Like, I understand why they chose that spot. Right. But I kept asking, I asked the gentleman like twice. And I was like, right, but why But why are they here in that building? And he's like, he's like, no, because we are here because they are there. And I'm like, no, no, I get that part. But why this building? And he's like, no, because since they are protesting, we're protesting. I'm like, okay, yeah, I asked twice. I'm not going to ask a right, third right. time because I'm not going to get the answer. That's what you should have said. I'm like, Chico, but I'm okay. Chico, but I'm okay. You know what? I should have dropped the veil at that yeah. point. Yeah. He would have been like, oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Welcome. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I should have dropped the act at that point. Yeah. At that point, yeah, you, you had already made, you know, I, your, I had your social experiment. Right, right, right. You know? You're right. You know, coño, I didn't think about it. But so, yeah, not even next door, which is full of los chismosos de barrio. Oh, really? Nothing was on there either. Oh, okay. Oh, next door, the app. The oh, app. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like, next door? Like, who lives next door? No, 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 no. The app next door, yeah. which is full of chismosos. Yeah, so, well, okay, well, there we go. Well, everybody, that was today's episode. Yes. I will be back in two weeks. Yes, you will. We don't know who's going to cover for you, but I'm sure it'll da, be somebody da, da, we love. Da, who will it be? <laughs> it'll be somebody we all love and enjoy, I'm sure. Or maybe you'll be a brand new person. Maybe I'll just get the guy who gave me the explanation of the protest. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Can you imagine? <laughs> you track him down. Track him down and just be so. like, sir, I want you on my show. Yeah, so anyway... Well, everybody, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yes, and don't forget, guys, August 6th, Beat Culture, I Pastelito Fest. Wow, I'm having a great day that day. Pastelito Fest, and then the weekend. And the weekend. On the weekend. And, and on your birthday. On my birthday. Right. So, so you know, feel free to bring Publix cake. Yes. Just saying. Anyway, <laughs> have a great weekend, everybody. Great say Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.